Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm an astrologer and a yoga teacher, and each week I let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on Earth. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica, and it is a full moon week, which means that this Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern, I will be teaching a full moon restorative ritual for the members of the moon membership. So if you have been interested in aligning your intentions with the moon cycle and getting more familiar with the lunar cycle and how it relates to your life and your goals and how you're feeling in your body, then this is a wonderful opportunity for you to join us. So you can always go over to my site, veronicaparetti.com and look for the moon membership and sign up. I would love to have you there. We meet for the new moon and the full moon each month. And in between, you have access to meditations to help you continue tuning into that conscious rest so that you can live your life from a place of intention, feeling grounded in your energy, and not feeling pushed about by everything going on in the world. Because I know that right now things can be pretty intense, and there are a lot of distractions, and there is a lot to take in. And so the best thing we can do is stay centered and grounded so that when we go out into the world, we are putting our best foot forward and presenting our best self and doing the work that we need to do. So I hope that you will join me in the moon membership. And again, you can go over to my website, veronicaparetti.com to sign up. Now I want to jump into the full moon because that's the big thing this week full moons are generally intense. This is a full moon in Capricorn. Now the moon typically doesn't like to be in Capricorn because the moon is at home in the opposite sign of cancer. This full moon is going to bring up our sense of lack. It's going to bring up our feelings of missing something or wanting something that we don't have. It also is going to bring up some of the old traumas and dramas because the moon is conjunct Pluto. And guess what that brings up? Our old friend, the Pluto return. So yes, this full moon is activating the Pluto return of the United States of America, which for my listeners that are based outside of the States, I'm sure you're sick of hearing about it, but it is such a major thing for us. And truthfully, because the U.S. has been a quote-unquote superpower, it has implications across the world. Now, this is a full moon that's very emotional because the sun, opposite the moon, the moon is reflecting the light of the sun, the sun is joined by Mercury. So the sun and Mercury are together in Cancer this week, and Mercury is squaring Chiron. And Chiron is the dwarf planet, the asteroid, if you will, that has to do with our sense of emotional wounding. So wherever you have that old emotional wounds, that when it gets poked, it just instantly gets you. It instantly triggers you. That's Chiron. 
and Mercury square in Chiron means that when someone pokes at you this week, you are going to lash out. You are going to feel triggered because Mercury is in cancer, which is an emotional sign, especially because cancer has to do with our sense of safety and security and where we come from and our sense of belonging. When someone pokes at you this week, it's going to feel like they are poking at your core sense of self. And therefore, it's going to make it that much easier to lose your cool. Now, I want you to know the best thing you can do this week is take time for yourself. Make sure that you do the things that make you feel grounded and centered, whether that be meditation or yoga or talking to your best friend or just uh, being in nature, you know, going for a walk, going to the water. It's cancer season. If you can get to the lake or the pool or the ocean, those things also can help us ground our energy. So anything that helps you ground your energy and center yourself this week is going to help you make it through. This week is pretty intense. It's really about surviving, not thriving. And that's okay because there are weeks like that. And these weeks are the weeks that teach us about our own resilience. So Yesterday, I was at the pool swimming my laps, as I do on Mondays, and I had this guy sharing the lane with me who was taking up the whole lane, and it was driving me crazy, and I knew this was going to happen, and eventually what happened, he hit me in the head, and I was like, what the F? Like, you're taking up the whole lane, and then I decided someone got out next to me. I moved over and asked the woman next to me to share her lane and I just kept going on with my day because what was I going to get out of fighting with someone who clearly was unaware that he's sharing the pool with anyone else? So this is a week where you have to say to yourself, what am I going to get out of engaging in this argument? What am I going to get out of engaging in this confrontation? So it might feel good in the moment to let it rip, but is it going to be productive and is it going to be a good use of my energy? Because the truth is everyone that I'm talking to is exhausted and worn out and feeling like this is some of the hardest times that we have had as human beings in decades. So we are going through it. You know, my doctor told me a few years ago, like early in the pandemic, that if we looked at the stress levels of people who had lived through World War II or World War One, Spanish flu, the plague, all these things, the stress levels would probably be the same as what we're experiencing now. So this is not small stuff. We are living through unprecedented times. You know from listening to this podcast that we are living through the very first Pluto return of the United States of America. And... Pluto returns bring up the dirt. They bring up the secrets. They bring up the stuff that's hiding beneath the surface. So unfortunately, it's all getting unearthed at the same time. We're seeing all the cracks in the system. I said last week that this is the last call of the patriarchy, and we're seeing it in full form. You know, we normally don't get to see racism, misogyny, bigotry so out in the open and now we are this is something that has never been like that in my almost 40 years on this planet so 
now we are seeing it in plain sight and this full moon is going to illuminate even more of it. And while that's really sad and upsetting, it's also what needs to happen so that we can make a change and realize what needs to happen so that we can move forward in creating the society that we want to have. The good news is the New York Times has an article today about how the world is safer and better than it's ever been. It just doesn't feel that way. So I don't know. It is what it is. We're living through it. We're getting through it. And you and I were meant to be here at this moment in time. You and I chose to incarnate. Our souls chose to come through and be present for this moment on this earth. And this is one of those weeks where it's a grab bag of transits. We have moments of great inspiration and moments of great skepticism. One point of inspiration that I want to bring your attention to is that we got the first images from the James Webb telescope this week from NASA. So if you haven't checked it out yet, you can go on Instagram or wherever you get your stuff and check out NASA James Webb telescope. It's pretty amazing. The images that are coming out, we are seeing the clearest images yet of the universe dating back to 13 billion plus years ago. So this is pretty amazing. This is one of those moments where you think, wow, this stuff feels so big. It feels so intense. It feels like we're being suffocated by such terrible news. And then you get to see those images that go back to 13 billion years ago. Light, stars in the sky that have been there for billions of years. And you realize how small all of this is and how this moment we're living in, as intense as it is, and I don't want to trivialize this moment we're living in, but it really is a blip on the grander scale of the history of the world. So enjoy those images. They're pretty amazing. And hopefully we'll be getting more of them as they continue to witness different images coming from the telescope. So back to the full moon, the full moon is pretty intense. It's also taking place at 21 degrees Capricorn. That is one degree away from 22 degrees Capricorn, which you know, if you can do math, And that's important because 22 degrees Capricorn was where Saturn and Pluto met up at the beginning of 2020. So forever when something happens around 22 degrees Capricorn, we are going to get a little hit of deja vu of early 2020. And it kind of feels that way right now where we're being suffocated by the news and nothing feels safe. So deep breaths, Make time to take care of yourself this week, whatever that means for you. So the moon in Capricorn is going to have a desire to be really pragmatic and practical, but it is overwhelmed by all of the emotional stuff that is in the chart with the full moon. So it all comes together. There's no black and white in astrology. It's all gray. We don't feel one transit at a time. We feel them all together in a mishmash. And that's why even though the moon in Capricorn can be really pragmatic, we're not going to be feeling that pragmatic this week. 
the Mercury square Chiron, as I said, is going to make you feel particularly emotional and willing to voice that emotion. So deep breaths before you respond to someone who crosses you or triggers you or makes you want to scream. Remember my key, which is what is going to come out of this. The full moon with Pluto will continue to highlight some of those themes we've been following with the Pluto return, greed, power, control, and the nature of what's going on. We see that the hearings are continuing this week. I was watching a little bit of that before I got on to record. So I expect world events to be pretty major this week, especially because the full moon is triggering that 22 degrees point, which is not obviously a U.S. thing. That is a worldwide thing. That was the day Saturn and Pluto joined together in January 2020 was the day that COVID was actually announced. And so we didn't realize that was going to have such an impact on us until March here in the States, but it had an impact worldwide and we're still living with it. So it's definitely an interesting full moon for that matter. So last week I said that this was the last call, the patriarchy. And one of my friends, Jamie was saying, Oh my God, that's so awesome. And by the way, I definitely took that from someone else. I didn't invent that phrase, but I was thinking full moons are, of course, the beginning of the end of something. And Capricorn is the sign that is associated with the patriarchy and hierarchies in general. And it's considered the father figure of the Zodiac, that archetype. And of course, there was an art. There's tons of articles right now about how no one wants Trump or Biden to run in 2024. And we're already getting the presidential horse racing going on. And people are talking about Gavin Newsom and this one and that one. But the overarching principle is that everyone wants someone younger, fresher, with a new take, a new perspective. And there's a feeling of wanting to put all of this muck behind us. And so as much as we are in the muck right now, there is an overwhelming desire to put it behind us. And that is what full moons are about. Full moons are about celebrating everything that you've accomplished, celebrating everything that you have to be grateful for, and then from that place of fullness, allowing yourself to release. And so my hope is that this full moon occurring at this particular spot in the sky that is so hot for all of us, it initiates um, the ending of one era and the beginning of a fresh start. That is my hope. But you know I always come with the optimism because I was born on a Jupiter station, so that Jupiter optimism is always with me. So definitely big stuff this week. Take care of your body. The moon represents the physical body as well as our emotions. So you're going to feel these transits. You're going to feel them in your tissues. So really take care of yourself. Drink plenty of water. Eat satisfying meals, move your body, all the things that everyone tells you to do. With Saturn hanging out in techie, community-oriented Aquarius until 2023, we're all redefining our relationship to social media. So I've been going old school. Yep, I'm really into texting. It's so 2002. 
Every two to three days, I send an astro update right to your phone. Text I'm in to 917-540-3401 and you'll always be in the know when Mercury retrogrades and when the new moon arrives, along with any other significant planetary happenings. Text I'm in to 917-540-3401. So let me go through the week and just note that I do have highlights on my website. So if you go to veronicapretty.com, each week in the blog post that accompanies each podcast episode, I give you the highlights for the week so that they're right there at your fingertips throughout the week. So please go check those out. I think they're really, really helpful. And this week, there are a lot of transits. So it's going to be particularly helpful this week. So you can head on over there, veronicapretty.com, click podcast, and it'll be the most recent episode. So On Wednesday, with that full moon in Capricorn, which is occurring at 2.38 p.m. Eastern, we have all these transits baked into that chart for the full moon. Mercury square Chiron, that is going to bring up our passive aggressive natures. So you might give a little jab that's a little passive aggressive, and someone might come back with an aggressive aggressive jab because Chiron's an Aries, which is aggressive. So Be mindful with those little flippant comments, especially on Wednesday, but throughout the week. We also have Venus trine Saturn, which is actually a very uh, stabilizing energy. Venus is toward the latter end of her journey through Gemini, and Saturn is, of course, still in Aquarius. So this is productive. You might be able to come together and negotiate something or share ideas This might be a really helpful energy amidst all of the more emotional stuff happening. We also have Mercury sextile Uranus, which again is helpful. That is a little spark of inspiration. So for some of us, this full moon might be super productive. It doesn't mean that you don't feel the heaviness of the emotional stuff that's going on. It means that you're able to center yourself and ground your energy and get to work. And that's great if you are one of those people. Now, on Thursday, Venus is squaring Neptune, and this is why the week is a little topsy-turvy, because we have some Neptune activation toward the latter end of the week and into the weekend. Whenever we have Neptune, that means things are foggy, they're not clear, we're feeling a little bit confused. Venus square Neptune makes it hard to trust people, because it can put us in a state of feeling naive or gullible, and... I always recommend a little healthy dose of skepticism when we have Venus square Neptune. On the other hand, it can bring up romantic feelings, and that can be really fun if you are in a rock-solid relationship. It's also great for creative endeavors. On Saturday, we have the Sun conjunct Mercury and Cancer. That is with Mercury and the Sun coming into an opposition with Pluto next week. So this one is, for all intents and purposes, opposite Pluto, which means it's going to be intense as well as all the other things we talked about this week. So this is actually occurring right on the natal Mercury in the USA chart. Again, always bringing it back to that Pluto return that we're living through. So I expect later in the week and then this weekend to see some big news hit. We'll see what happens. We'll see if I'm right. 
But either way, when the sun joins Mercury, there's usually a dose of clear thinking. But that clarity is being clouded by all of the Neptune activation. So you might notice that you have a lot of memories coming up into your consciousness from the subconscious. You might notice in cancer season in general, particularly with Mercury there, that we do get a lot of memories or a lot of vivid dreams coming up because the emotions are percolating. So I've been noticing that myself and you might be experiencing that as well. So if you have some unpleasant memories coming up, you're not alone. That happens with cancer season. Cancer does make us a little bit nostalgic or sentimental, more interested in the past. Now on Sunday, Mercury is going to trine Neptune. And again, that puts us in a more daydreamy mood. You also might notice that your dreams are more vivid around this time. The sun will also trine Neptune on Sunday. So same, same. We have the sun and Mercury so close together that they're having the same transits at the same time, pretty much. Then Venus will move into Cancer on Sunday as if we needed more energy in the sensitive sign of Cancer. Venus will move in. Make sure you've got tissues in your house and your sensitivity is going to increase. The good news is that Venus does encourage us to connect with the people that we love and move toward the places where we feel unconditional love. So over the next few weeks, as Venus journeys through cancer, make time to spend with the people that you love deeply and that really understand you and that you feel like you have a sense of belonging around. Don't go to the places where you might feel like an outsider. Don't go to the places where you might feel like people are judging you. You want to feel safe and secure because that's what Venus and Cancer wants. Finally, on Monday, we will have Mercury opposite Pluto. And as I mentioned, you know, Mercury is expressing how you're feeling right now. He is in Cancer. So Mercury opposite Pluto is going to express some of the darker stuff. It's going to express some of the secrets, some of the things that have been living below the surface. So again, expect some news to break on Monday. That's what I think is going to happen, especially because all of this stuff is activating the chart of the U.S. so much. And that's what I got for you this week. So Two reminders, you can head over to the website to get the highlights for the week so that you can check out each of these transits in depth. And secondly, we are going to be having our restorative ritual for the full moon in Capricorn on Sunday. So I hope you will join us and you can join us in the moon membership if you would like to be a part of those restorative rituals, which are a little bit of restorative yoga, which requires nothing except for an ability to lie on the floor and a little bit of journaling and meditation, reflecting, grounding your energy, being with your breath and supporting your nervous system. And we all need that right now. So I hope you will join us. And that's it. I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. It's such an honor to be here in your ears every week. If you like the show, I hope that you take the time to rate and review it either on Apple or Spotify. And if you have a friend who you think might like the show, you can share this episode with them right from your podcast feed. All right. I'll talk to you next week.